0: Hi everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, the podcast where I'm helping moms ditch perfection and find peace through planning. This is episode number 38, what I learned from quarantine about productivity. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a good week. Hope you're settling into summer and enjoying all the hopefully great weather where you are and getting some sunshine and time outside. Uh, Just wanted to talk a little bit about now that we're finally starting to emerge out of quarantine and get a little bit more social interaction, just was reflecting a little bit on the things that I learned and thought that this would make a really great podcast topic, one of the things that I was thinking about. So, so. A few weeks ago, I was on an afternoon Zoom call with my sister, which was something that we made a habit of while social distancing. And she said something in passing that I thought was super profound. So she said, you know, even though I have all day to get things done now, it still seems like I only have so much capacity to get those things done. And she is so right. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I am in a constant battle with myself to make myself work harder or work longer or work faster, etc. I am super competitive. I don't always think it's such a bad thing. I am obsessed with learning, obsessed with goal setting, habit changing, and overall becoming the best human that I can be. And I think that most of you would say the same. But what she said here was so powerful. And I just wanted to dive into it a little more. So I think many of us have loads of goals in our mind that we would do, or we say we would do if we just had the time. But if you were one of those people who was suddenly blessed with an abundance of time, thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic and social distancing, how many of those things that were in your mind did you actually get done? So for me, some of them did. I labeled all the things. I cleaned out my cupboards. I painted my end tables and dresser. I spruced up my website. So overall, I yes, I'm proud of how I use my time. But the real question here, and this is what I kind of want to talk about in this episode, is did I get more done than I did before quarantine? Or did you? Did you get more done than you did before quarantine? For me, the answer is not really. I still felt held back by exhaustion. I still felt the limits that my mind and body put on me. And I still had days where I got nothing done. I still had days where I felt pressed for time despite having nowhere to go. And I still felt stuck on projects that I had insisted. I just needed a little more time to get done. So I hope you can relate with me. And I hope that you had some of these these feelings as well, because we're going to, we're going to dig into that. So the point of that was not to make you feel depressed about maybe what you didn't get done, but to talk about what you can learn from that. So the biggest thing I learned from quarantine about productivity is how much the to-do lists, the planning, the free time are only one small piece of the puzzle. And there are other equally important aspects of accomplishing your big goals and dreams. I hope that this helps you to breathe a huge sigh of relief. I know it does for me. I'm totally the type of person who gets stressed out sitting down to watch a movie at night because I'm thinking about all of the things that would be a better use of my time. So to realize that there's just a cap on what we can get done, regardless of how much free time we have, was actually a huge relief. So let's talk about how knowing that time is only one aspect of productivity and getting things done. And talk about what else you might need to get things done. Um, and hopefully, this helps you to to find more balance in your life as you consider these things. So, here are a few things that I learned. First, you don't need more time. As much as I want to believe, and I'm sure you want to believe, that the reason that you're not achieving all of your goals and dreams is because for me, it's because I have too many small kids at home. I don't have dedicated working hours without kids. But that's just not the case. During quarantine, I suddenly had way more time. And for most of that time, I had my partner in crime home to help me do all the things. And I didn't get that much more done. Time is not the issue. You could take this and feel like that's, like that's depressing, but it's actually so empowering. As a work-at-home mom, time is the one thing that I really can't get any more of right now. So recognizing and figuring out that time is not the roadblock that's stopping me and the roadblock that I need to waste time solving is a huge relief. And I hope you can consider that yourself and ask yourself if time really is the issue and maybe start to explore some other avenues to get more done with the time that you have. Another thing that I learned is that other activities that are not on my to-do list are just as important to accomplishing my dreams and to getting things done as the items on my to-do list are. Even with unlimited time, I was just not capable of spending all of that time working. So there's absolutely no more room for guilt or shame about taking a break so that my brain is rested enough to get something done tomorrow because... Like I said, there is this cap, you can only do so much. So if you're just feeling like, okay, all you've taught me here is how to not get things done. So let's switch gears here and talk about what helped me the most and what other things that you can start adding to your day to make you more productive within the hours that you are choosing to be productive. So during quarantine, I discovered four things that I needed always, but during this time more than ever, to help me lead a more productive and a more balanced life. The first thing that I totally need is adequate sleep. And this is one that I have to remind myself of all the time. I know that so many of you out there are like me, that you're the get it done type, that you get up early before your kids to get things done. I truly still am all about those morning hours where I'm the only one awake There are no distractions and I'm able to get work done. I'm still all for that for a time. And if you're able to go to bed early enough to still get adequate sleep, maybe it was all of the uncertainty, or maybe it was the fact that I had to be with my kids 24/7 without breaks, but I just started feeling tired. And as much as I loved those early morning work sessions, I almost entirely gave them up to feel more rested and be able to better attack my day. The cool thing, like I said, what we've been talking about this whole episode, I'm still getting as much done as I was before. And you can too. this is what I'm talking about here. These, all of these things that we're talking about to add to your life. I know that you might be thinking, how can I possibly add more? I don't have time. I'm stressed. I'm tired. I don't have time for more sleep but this is the weird counterintuitive. Awesome thing about this is I promise you'll still be able to get as much or more done when you start prioritizing these things instead of prioritizing your to-do list. Another thing that I need, and I talk about this all the time, so this isn't new, but exercise, it was definitely a challenge to figure out how to make exercise work at home. And I'm sure many of you worked with that same challenge, But a bonus from quarantine that I learned is that I can now work out effectively from home instead of going to the gym, which has allowed me to save an hour of back and forth time with loading my kids in the car, even now that things are starting to return to normal. I used to have a really hard time scheduling in exercise as much as I wanted to do it or as much as I believed in it because I didn't feel like I had the time. And moms, I know that so many of you out there are Listening to this, you're thinking the same thing. You might want to do it, but you feel like you're going to have to give up some other part of your life that you value more. And so it's not worth it to you right now. And I understand that there's so much we try to fit in to our crazy lives. And I know that it can feel really hard and scary to set aside time to exercise. But again, exercise. It's a huge productivity and mood booster. So it's absolutely worth investing that time and you will find it later and be able to get more done. The third thing is leisure time and social interactions. So I'm sure that many of you are better at this than me, but it's really one of my big weaknesses to make time for socializing and leisure. This is honestly one of my biggest weaknesses, and it's really hard for me personally to give up an afternoon or an evening to just talk, play a game, or do anything else that feels frivolous to me. But again, we're going back to this. This quarantine has taught me first just how important our relationships with other humans are, and I'm sure all of you have felt that. And second, how much I personally need people to keep me sane and happy. Interestingly, my relationships with so many friends and family actually improved with this break because I suddenly was making more of an effort on those relationships. I also found that when I wasn't making time for people that my work, this work that I'm doing for all of you just felt meaningless and empty. And that was something that I really struggled with over quarantine. And many of you, if you were one of the people who was temporarily let go or furloughed, whatever, as you were deemed non-essential, which there's almost nothing more offensive than hearing your job called non-essential, um, then you know what I mean? That that suddenly when your work doesn't feel like it has that same power, it can be really easy to get depressed. But as I reached out and connected with other humans and other people, I was able to find more meaning in my work and to remember the reason behind it and why it's so important to me. So talking with those that I love during quarantine gave me a reason to push forward with putting out content uh, that I believed in and helped me to just feel sane throughout it all. The last thing is meal planning. How could I have a podcast episode where I don't mention meal planning at least once? (laughs) So this is a little bit funny because for several weeks of quarantine, I honestly didn't really see the point of having a very strict or scheduled meal plan and doing meal prep. I was literally home all the time. I had plenty of time to make dinner. And to be honest, being in the kitchen was actually a little bit of an escape from all of those big, heavy feelings that we were all feeling. And so I just let my meal planning and meal prep habits slip Uh, But I was so surprised, and this is why I really wanted to talk about this, that even with all of the time in the world, mealtime was still stressful. And I ended up jumping back into my habits a few weeks ago and feel so much more at peace. So I really want you to consider this, that even if you do have all the time in the world and you are happy to spend that time in the kitchen, you still need a meal plan and still need to meal prep for your own personal sanity. I didn't realize how much I needed that structure in my life to keep me sane. So that was really interesting for me to learn. And I think there's other areas where this can count too. I found it really important to still maintain some kind of a schedule with my kids and just keep things as normal as possible. So in short, meal planning is a huge productivity booster along with these other things. So if you are looking to get more done and you feel like you want to add a gazillion things to your to-do list, but you know you keep just not getting that to-do list done, I urge you to instead focus on adding these four things to your life and seeing how all of a sudden your productivity just skyrockets without even having to make an effort. So just a refresher, those things that you need are adequate sleep, exercise, leisure time and social interactions, and meal planning and meal prep. I hope again that this episode allows you to give yourself some grace, helps you to realize that the things that you do to refuel your tank as a mother have a direct impact on how effective you are at work, at home, and they allow you to work smarter instead of longer. Rest, leisure time, socializing, and meal planning are such valid ways to spend your time. Even if they don't seem directly related to your goals, they completely are. All right. So next week, I'm inviting my good friend Megan Porta of Pip and Ebby to talk to you about hosting holiday meals and parties. And since we're finally getting the green light to start socializing in small groups, hopefully you'll be able to use this on bigger groups soon. And it hopefully will even just give you a little bit of hope to look forward to those fun parties that you like to plan. I know her tips will be so helpful for you. I loved my interview with her and I can't wait to share it until next time. Happy planning.